SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet. Welcome to the SA Crypto Digest, your weekly blockchain news roundup with a South African flavor. This is issue 15. Today's recording date is 19th of March 2019. And this edition is proudly brought to you by Blockchain Academy. Get qualified in blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies. Just head on over to blockchainacademy.co.za. We start with Cosmos and they launched their mainnet this week. Has the next Ethereum arrived? In August 2015, acclaimed TechCrunch columnist John Evans reported that Ethereum's launch could be a significant day in internet history. Bear in mind, he is not a blockchain writer, he's a tech writer who will only report on blockchain projects with serious promise. So he doesn't call blockchain launches significant days in history liberally. In fact, Ethereum was his first and only to date. He has just made a similar claim. Evans believes that the launch of Cosmos is one such significant day for internet history. While accepting that the launch could be a forgotten day in the future, he believes the ability of Cosmos to truly integrate a proof-of-stake protocol that connects multiple blockchains is a technological marvel. I tend to agree because I'm yet to see a true proof-of-stake network act in the same manner of a proof-of-work network. The launch of the protocol's truly decentralized mainnet was streamed live on YouTube with their head of technical communications and former NASA analyst Christine C fittingly dressed as an astronaut. While hype is common in the blockchain industry, I think Justin Evans's TechCrunch article has caused a lot of key players in the market to sit up and take serious notice of Cosmos. You can read Evans's write-up by clicking on the link on our article page of this news roundup. Cointelegraph have a good overview as well. Tether changes website T's and C's. The much maligned Tether company has changed its website terms to reflect what many have believed all along. Its widely used stablecoin is not officially backed one-to-one by actual US dollars. Tether previously touted on its website that each USDT token was backed by an underlying US dollar held in its reserves. After much scrutiny in recent years, the company subtly changed the T's and C's on its website last week to say, every tether is always 100% backed by our reserves, and here's where the changes come in, which include traditional currency and cash equivalents, and from time to time, may include other assets and receivables from loans. This cleverly worded change to simply reflect ambiguous reserves, such as receivables from loans, is a clear loophole, absolving Tether from requiring to prove each USDT token is truly backed by an actual US dollar should an external audit ever take place. CryptoSlate has the full story for you on our link page. Crypto journalists led down wrong road in SEC Ethereum story. Crypto news outlets were awash with headlines touting SEC says Ethereum is not a security, again this week, much to the acclaim of the crypto trading public. 
but further investigation into the story reveals that recent statements and letters within the SEC, America's regulatory body to protect investors, simply reaffirmed the June 2018 announcement and actually left a door open for the affirmation to be overturned. In a recently disclosed November internal statement, SEC Chairman Jay Clayton said that a token is not a security if purchasers of said token do not expect a central management team to affect its price through entrepreneurial efforts. Of course, this is known as the Howey test. And that actually sounds exactly like what ETH token holders hope for. CoinGape has the interesting investigative story, including the correction from the original journalist who posted the misleading headline. Meanwhile, we dug up a QZ2018 story which helps explain what would happen if Ether were deemed a security by the SEC. We'll summarize it in a single sentence for you though. It would be a crypto investment mess. Apple to use blockchain to responsibly source raw materials. While we're talking about the SEC, it was revealed in a February SEC report on conflict minerals, think blood diamonds, that Apple intends on using blockchain technology to responsibly source its products raw materials. Apple chairs the board of the Responsible Business Alliance, RBA, which works to mitigate risks across the international mineral supply chain and also plays a role at the Responsible Minerals Initiative, RMI. At both of these organizations, Apple is playing a large part in drawing up blockchain guidelines and according to a recent statement, is working to promote a common set of principles, attributes and definitions for the application of blockchain technology to support mineral supply chain due diligence. Manufacturing Global has more on the story, while CCN also digs into the SEC's report on conflict minerals. Warren Buffett admits to blockchain's importance. Most of us would be well aware of billionaire Warren Buffett's animosity towards Bitcoin, calling it rat poison last year, but he recently came on CNBC and admitted that its underlying technology is ingenious. While reiterating his disdain for the world's first truly digital currency, Buffett had the following to say about Bitcoin and blockchain. It's ingenious, and blockchain is important, but Bitcoin has no unique value at all. It doesn't produce anything. Going on to say, people get their hopes up that something like that is going to change their lives, and it's a very ingenious thing to figure out how to have a limited supply and make it harder and more expensive to create them as you go along and all that sort of thing, but the function. Blockchain does not depend on Bitcoin. As the interviewer Becky Quirk said, that's quite an upgrade from rat poison, to which Buffett responded, who knows where we'll be next year. You can watch the full three-minute segment on CNBC by clicking the link on our page. What else is happening? Australian government commits 100,000 Aussie dollars to see blockchain utilities developed for government use. And our editor responds by saying, would it be too cynical to ask how far is that actually going to get them? Banking startup launches crypto card in European Union that lets Europeans spend up to seven cryptos. Ethereum co-founder Joseph Lubin believes blockchain will be most of the economy in 10 to 20 years. Authoritative Basel Banking Committee issues warning to banks. Cryptocurrencies pose significant threat. 
Bittrex cancels its first initial exchange offering, IEO, due to listing company's business status. Stellar Foundation hires former Mozilla exec Danelle Dixon as new CEO. Summary of Blockchain Africa Cape Town 2019. Summary of Blockchain Africa Joburg 2019. Again, all of these links on our page. Our featured podcast of the week is with Farazim Esani, CEO of Vela. It's 12 minutes long and it is an intriguing interview where Farazim talks about his career experience, what got him into blockchain and Bitcoin, and some of Vela's origin story. It was a fascinating conversation. You can watch it on YouTube, listen on Anchor, listen on Spotify, or on Apple Podcasts as well. Some of the other podcasts that we have available currently online recently released are, of course, the interview with Helen Ziller, the interview with altcoin trader founder Richard D'Souza, and the Minister of Economic Opportunities in the Western Cape, Beverly Schaefer. All of those are on our podcast page, which you can find on sacrypto.co.za. Make sure you're subscribed to your favorite channel because we have a whole bunch of Blockchain Africa interviews coming soon. Our featured tweet, Crypto Dev Report. Electric Capital, a promising and reputable crypto asset management firm, put together an incredible data set of crypto dev since Bitcoin's inception in 2009. This is just the first tweet from their co-founder Avichal Garg, formerly of Facebook and Google, which shows that the number of monthly developers contributing to over 2,800 coins has doubled in the last two years which is remarkable considering the intense crypto winter we find ourselves in. You can click the screenshotted tweet to see the full Twitter thread. In our screenshotted tweet, Avichal says, the number of developers working on public coins has doubled in two years. Today, 4,000 plus developers per month contribute code across 2.8 thousand coins. Reminder, this is undercounting. Some of the most active projects are private like Binance, the unlaunched Coda protocol, or not a coin, like Lightning. And that's it for this week. That's what you need to know in blockchain. Unfortunately, we just couldn't squeeze in a Bitcoin price analysis before publishing the newsletter, so we hope to get that out before the end of the week. If you have any feedback or would like to share a story with us, please simply respond on Twitter by tweeting at sacrypto underscore. That's all one word, at sacrypto underscore. Until the next newsletter, stay safe out there. From James and the SA Crypto team.